Welcome to the Eye on Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. We are here on a blustery day at the Annapolis Town Center, and we are here with a brand new store that opened. It's not really brand new. It opened up about a month and about a couple weeks ago, but it's Stardust Deluxe, and we're here with the owner, Stacey Ferrance. How are you today? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Good. Well, hey, thank you very much for uh, opening up your store a little bit early before everything gets underway for the day. But it's so exciting when you see a new store coming into the Annapolis Town Center, or really anywhere, especially when they're small, locally owned businesses, which you are. And this store really kind of intrigued me here at the Annapolis Town Center just because it is unique. It's different. And yeah, really, that's what I kind of like about here. I mean, it's not a bunch of T-shirt shops. It's not a bunch of chain stores. It's not it's it's got a little bit of something for everybody. And actually, when I'm done here with you, I'm going to stroll down to the paper source, which I do know is a chain. But I mean, they've got very unique things. They're not Hallmark. Right, right. Um, Yeah, it's a great store. Stardust Deluxe. What tell us about Stardust Deluxe and what it is. So uh, Stardust Deluxe has been something that I've always wanted to do. I've been in clothing and fashion my entire career. And I always wanted to own a boutique that people really wanted to come and kind of hang out in and feel comfortable in, not be intimidated by the clothing or the sales team or, you know, the prices or anything like that. And people could just come in and everybody could find something. And so Stardust Deluxe was born as a pivot from my original business during the pandemic. So I own a costume rental business called Mid-Atlantic Costume. And it was a, what still exists, but it's a business that services the film and television industry, commercial industry, and I rent clothes and uniforms to productions. So during the pandemic, that completely shut down. The entire industry was shut down and I was sitting with a warehouse full of all of these beautiful designer clothes And I thought, you know what, I'm going to make a change and I'm going to utilize my space and I'm going to find some wholesale clothes and I'm going to have these pop-up shops in my business. And it was really successful and and people loved it. So people would come and it would be, you know, bring a group of six to eight of your best friends and they would come in and, and bring wine and we would do charcuterie and they would come in and shop masked and buy all kinds of clothes and everybody had a great time. And then word of mouth, it just got more and more popular. And I said, you know what, I think I'm definitely going to look for brick and mortar and try to blow this up. So we got this great opportunity to come into this uh, pop-up program here at Annapolis Town Center and found this space and we just decided let's do it. So here we are. And so that's why the store, when you come in, you see a lot of uh, designer pieces that come from my collection from Mid-Atlantic Costume. Uh, great, really high-end shoes and, and dresses. And as we get a little bit deeper into fall, I'll bring coats and and things like that. And then you also see the things that I buy at market, which are just things that you would find, you know, at a traditional boutique where you can get 
you know, extra small to large or small to XL and, and shop that way. Or you can come and pick up a really unique one of a kind piece from the designer section. I will say that as a guy, I am feeling a little bit intimidated here just because it is primarily that as I'm looking around. It's, well, it's, we are we are trying to position ourselves for men's okay. as well, because I, I also have just as large of a collection of men's things at, at Mac as well. So I'm trying to get stabilized with this brand and then I really want to launch a men's as well. Well, then that'll be awesome. Yes. Well, then I'll definitely be here yes, shopping. Yes, and then I'll that. have I you mean, back. Because if we I can... shop here today for myself, I, I, people look at me a Well, you'd weird, look silly uh, you know. in most of it. But. So how did how did you end up here down here in Annapolis? From now, I mean, I'm presuming that you were out on the West Coast. So how did I come here originally? Well, like, how did I end up I mean, on the now, East Coast? How did we end so, up here? Because I've been a costumer for 30 years. So I am from L.A., raised in L.A., had my career there, and... The industry changed, and so a lot of things were being filmed outside of L.A., and so my husband and I had two small children at the time, and we were traveling all over the country. We lived all over. Uh, we followed his work. He was in that industry as well, and um, we oh. lived in <laughs> Miami. We lived in you know Boston. We lived in Pittsburgh. We just kind of moved all over, which was really fun until the kids went to school, uh, and that got a little bit difficult, but um, we landed here for House of Cards. So um, my husband was hired on House of Cards first. So we came to Maryland, and then I ended up getting hired on the show as well. I didn't plan to get hired on the show, but I was showing up just to visit him, and I met a lot of people on the crew. And then the the costume crew was like, wait a minute, you're a costumer? I'm like, yep. <laughs> they said, do you want a job? I was like, Okay. So then I started working on the show and we ended up doing, uh, my husband did five seasons and I did four. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Any so, the, and we ended up staying. Any dirt on Kevin Spacey? Uh, not that I can tell. <laughs> Fair enough. I went to, I went to high school with Jane Atkinson mm. and, um, actually I lovely actress. very, very lovely. briefly dated her younger sister, Danny. Very, very uh, nice. And actually there's even a third younger one named uh, Nadine. Okay. I think um, Jane was a senior when I was a freshman. Danny, I think, was a sophomore, and Nadine was also a freshman. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, Jane is lovely. She she really made made that experience great. She's a wonderful person, great actress. So she was a delight to work for work but with. I know as a community, we do miss House of Cards. Yeah, uh, it, I miss House kind of, of Cards too. I wish we could have had sort of season one for seven or ten years. Season one <laughs> was really great. Season two was great. Um, yeah, I really wish that it had been a show that had had longer legs because I thought it was really great. And it, it was a great experience to work on. It was a great cast and, and there were a lot of great scripts and storylines. And I thought it was a very unique, you know, uh, House of Cards was the first streaming show for Netflix. Mm -hmm. So historic new media project as well as one of the first... TV shows like that to new media shows to like break that fourth wall and all of the texting that you would see. The sure. little it, it was really, it was really unique. And it was, and it was, it was real, really into that. The one thing I never liked about, and, and I'll say not, not that show in particular is I hate the season dumps Yeah, where it's like, okay, here, now you can binge on 16 episodes or whatever it may be. So you hate that? because oh, I do. Yeah, okay. I do. I loved when I was a kid. It was like, that was like the big thing. It was like, oh um, my gosh, it's Sunday. It's a new episode. 
Yeah. And so they, they are doing that with uh, Succession. Uh-huh. On, they're releasing it weekly. And then once it's all out there, you can binge on sure, it. Sure, sure. Well, that's what that was what made House of Cards unique. And everybody would wait with anticipation like, oh. And then a lot of other shows started mm-hmm. filming the same way. So we would shoot, you know, all, all of our episodes all at once. And then they would frantically edit them in New York and then all of a sudden they would all be available and, and it out. was yeah ruined, ruined. and then everyone would take two days off work and stay home and just watch right right cards. I'm sick sick right, you know. right. well but you ruined all the water cooler conversations for like months right I mean you can, right. I mean, what, I what, what if true. I'm on episode three and you're like on episode ten and oh my god do you believe he killed her Right. Oh, thanks, pal. Yeah, it's like when you have to record a football game, you can't look <laughs> right, at your right, phone, right? right. right. <laughs> How about them Steelers? <laughs> right. Oh, Steelers, yeah, nice. But we, we just got way off topic, but that's fascinating. But so who comes in here to shop at Stardust Deluxe? We are finding that our customer is definitely a wider range of women than I first anticipated. So I try to really keep a high-low feeling in the store in terms of pricing. So you can walk through the designer section and find a $1,200 dress that is discounted, but, uh, you know, discounted probably 40 to 60%. And then you can walk on the floor and find a $30 t-shirt and a lot of things in between. So I'm finding that the customer is a woman, I would say like mid thirties to 70, seventies and someone in that wide group comes in and finds something. And it's been a really great experience for me because I'm realizing how to serve more people and I'm getting a view into customers that that have needs that I hadn't really thought about before because I assumed my brand had a smaller scope. So it's it's been great. And she's somebody, you know, she comes in and she wants to wear something that's quality and something that is not fast fashion. It's not going to fall apart in two or three wears and something that's unique. And I pride myself on merchandising and buying in a way where you're not going to find it anywhere else. So chances are when you buy that dress here or something, when you go to the wedding, you're not going to like turn the corner in horror because somebody else's. (laughs) Sure, sure. And And that's unique to females, by the way. Yeah. If I turn around the corner and there's somebody in the same suit, I'm like, yeah, okay, dude. (laughs) Obviously a man of taste. (laughs) Right. Well, and I think it would be far more difficult to tell that it was the same exact suit. True. I think also one of the reasons I wanted to open the store is I felt for myself when I first landed in Maryland and I realized coming from Los Angeles where there's a unique place to shop just about everywhere. Um, I didn't I didn't like any of the places that were available for me to go and find something for myself. And so as time went on and I lived here a bit longer, Annapolis really became kind of a boutique desert because there was nothing. Places were closing. You have a few places, then the Nordstrom closed and it just, and Lord and Taylor closed and you were left with Macy's, which has become such a huge entity. And they, over the course of the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, absorbed all of these other uh, anchor stores. And so it's become really just a very washed out version of all those stores. And I felt like there's no unique place to go to find something interesting to wear. And I thought, well, maybe I could provide that. And I get a lot of joy out of doing it. 
And I will I will agree with you that I think that Annapolis has been and we are slowly changing in the the general thing to get to more of a boutique unique thing. I've always used mm-hmm. the uh, example of Frederick mm-hmm. and uh, there is a store on Main Street that sells nothing but pasta. Yeah, uh, it's a little sliver of a store, uh, you know, and maybe it's 800, 900 square feet. So it's not very big at all. And all it sells is just pasta. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, going, this is cool because here's a store that sells pasta nothing but yeah. pasta i mean you can you can go behind the little screen and there's dirty pasta you know that's you know, shaped, shaped like you know like you know like like boobs and, and, and like genitals. a video store um, yeah <laughs> that's but, amazing you know, but i'm like this is this is amazing that somebody can turn around and take what we get for granted in the grocery store is probably one of the cheapest things we can buy in the grocery store sure and make make a living doing this employing people and it's always busy. There's always somebody. Right. And, and it is the boutique thing. I mean, I, I would imagine. And, and what's more unique than a gift basket for someone filled with booby pasta? Yeah, true. True. <laughs> You're not no, going to no. find that Stacey's in Harris Teeter. Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, the thing that's unique about the, the boutiques as we were talking about is that, you know, I can come in here and, you know, find something unique for me right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I may not be coming back tomorrow or Friday or or Monday or whatever it is for something else. But when I come back again, I'm probably going to find something different, right? Sure, sure. And the nature of boutique businesses is I can't buy in bulk that a, a larger store could. So if I buy a sweater that I love, I'm probably going to buy two packs of it, which is going to be, you know, a pack is two of each size. If I buy two, you've got four of each size. And when they're gone, they're gone because I don't have the vast space to stock all of that sort of stuff. And so, yes, it changes rather quickly because as it gets depleted, I bring more things on the floor. So the nature and sort of history of boutiques is, is the floor and the styles change more quickly than say a big department store that buys way ahead for a season and they buy, you know, much larger quantities. Well, I, I, so I'd imagine it doesn't change as often. I'd imagine too that as the seasons go, I mean, because of the small inventory, you're not as apt to get stuck with a ton, a, a, sure. a, ton, a ton of stuff in inventory sure. that's like last year's look. Sure. I don't have like a Stardust Deluxe um, rack, if you right, will. Right. Yet. Yet. Right. Okay. I, well, I? yeah. I mean, you know, Nordstrom so, has their, yeah. you know, Nordstrom rack. Or sure. Rack. Nordstrom, Nordstrom rack. Yeah. So I, so yeah, I have to be careful about not overbuying certain styles and keeping in mind that I definitely don't want to be stuck with a lot of inventory. But fortunately, since we've been here, I haven't had, I, that hasn't been an issue. Things are, have been moving really well. And, and, the best part about owning this business is even if people come in the store and don't walk out with a black bag, they are always impressed and say how great that the experience was coming in. And that's really important to me because the whole vision behind the boutique was not just to have a place to sell clothing. It was to have a place to make people come in and feel good and have a good experience. I love to shop and I was probably 40 before I realized not all women like to shop, which was like, (laughs) what? What are you talking about? So I wanted a place where women could come and enjoy the experience and enjoy the environment and find something fun to look at whether they bought something or not. Well, as I look around, I mean, see, because you do have some casual stuff. I'm looking over my left shoulder and you've got some wool sweaters that are mm-hmm, you know, very mm-hmm. casual, look great with a pair of jeans. So I look over my sure. right shoulder and I'm seeing gowns and whatnot that would look great on Kate Winslet or something. Sure, like that. sure. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, this really does cover the whole 
range mm-hmm. of clothing. I mean, so if you're looking for something casual for the beach to hang, you've, you've got something here as well as for a uh, that wedding that you're attending a little bit later on this year or a ball, I guess. Uh, so I mean, we, uh, we are right now in... A lot of we're transitioning into a lot of sweaters and a lot of jackets. We do have a lot of casual things. I do find that I am not really serving the workwear person right now, but the industry as a whole isn't. And even buying wholesale and even shopping online right now. When you say the working, is that you're talking about like the, the suiting? Su- okay, you know, tailored things, jackets, okay. things to wear to work. Everything right now is a little bit more casual. And so my store reflects that a bit too. In my dresses, I'm finding a lot of women coming in that want something for a special occasion because we're all going out again and we're all doing things again, (laughs) which is really exciting. Um, And so I have a collection of evening and gowns that are quite lovely and they're all very unique that we have an event coming up. I don't have the date in front of me, but we're having a, a formal wear event, like an evening event. And so I'm going to bring in a couple racks of unique pieces and we're going to invite some VIPs that have asked about oh, fun. some, some uh, evening gowns and stuff like that. So it's a little bit of everything. And so the format that I've decided with Stardust Deluxe is to have sort of little pop-up installations within my store. So rather than having an entire section all year that's evening wear, I will have maybe a week of in the store, just racks of gowns. In the store, uh, a couple racks of menswear and see what kind of feel we get for that and kind of pop up within my own store to see what the customer is really looking for and provide an opportunity for them to have something unique, even though I don't have the space to carry it all the time. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, where does, I mean, Stardust Deluxe, uh, I, I see the sign, I see the logo. Um, it's got a little bit of a little bit of a Vegas vibe to yes. me. So where, where, where did that come from? Uh, okay, so that's I'm glad that you saw the Vegas in that. So so for me, Stardust Deluxe was I, I I also didn't mention that I collect a lot of vintage things, especially vintage shoes and vintage bags and really unique vintage clothing pieces. So for me, Stardust Deluxe was born out of my costume rental business. And so it was me pulling things out of that. So that's where the Stardust came from. It was it was pieces that were worn on different shows and different projects. And then the deluxe was just this sort of vintage vibe this kind of hollywood vegas vibe that i've always wanted for my brand i just wanted it to be fun like this deluxe experience where you come in and you find a little bit of everything and so that's that's where it came from well well, it it does when i first saw the name and i i immediately thought like you know sinatra and davis and the you Mm -hmm, know the mm -hmm. the rat pack and uh, yeah and and that sort of era yeah which um and and as i look around it's probably you know pretty true to that to a degree yeah, combined so, with today's fashion. Yeah, yeah. I really, it really was kind of a Hollywood. It was kind of a spin on the Hollywood movie part, and I, I sort of embody Vegas on a daily basis. Kind of just part of my soul. <laughs> Very cool. Well, again, you guys opened up on September twelfth. We did. So you are, you know, just celebrating a month open, which is wonderful. And you know, kudos to you for doing this. A, doing it, and B, doing it during, you know, in the middle of, of, a, of a pandemic. And folks that want to take a look at 
the online presence, it's stardustdeluxe.com. And there's an E on the end of deluxe. I don't know whether it's spelled any other way, but it's... Uh, uh, yeah, there is an E at the end. And I do want to say to anybody that wants to really see the brand, it would be to come into the store. I'm currently working with a new team of people to get my website to reflect a little bit more of the soul and passion of the store. So if you were to go to stardustdeluxe.com right now, you would probably not have the experience. Well, definitely you won't have the experience you're going to have in the store. No. But we are working on the website diligently right now to have it reflect. Come on, the brand. you're 30 days old. You should have. No, I know. I know. <laughs> no, you... I know. Wait, I know. I'm just. I'm oh, a no, 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 baby steps. I mean, that is your yeah. online presence. But again, you know, and and I agree with you 100. percent I mean, that the best way to experience any business uh, is not to avoid the web. The web will give you a little taste of it, but really come into and to experience it and yeah, you know yeah. f- feel the fabrics and you know capture the smells and sure. you know do that whole uh, hold the dress up and spin around type thing in sure. front of the mirror. <laughs> yeah, and right now we're trying to drive traffic to the store through the website um, and we are also working to get the word out and get the marketing mater- materials together for other events that we do. We do private sipping shops, so a lot of people want to come in with a private group and it's sort of the same feeling that we had at Mid-Atlantic Costume, where people will come in after hours and they bring in a group of friends. People do it for birthdays. They do it for, you know, bachelorette parties, bridal showers. I have a group coming in that is, it, they're doing it as like a, um, you know, team building experience oh. and they're going to come in and we're going to do food and we're going to do the champagne and drinks, whatever they're bringing. And they have a two hour time where they just come in and have the store to themselves and shop and try things on. And it's a lot of fun. That sounds like a perfect idea for like an off night on a book club. You know, like, okay, we're, we're yeah, tired, of, yeah. tired of the books. Let's go shop. Yeah, yeah. And and it's a fun, it's fun to see everyone together because there's no one else in the store. They're all just friends. And there's no fee for the sip and shop. It's just, you know, we request a, a minimum of eight to ten people. And the host gets a discount. So it's a fun experience for everybody. And so uh, we do that. And we are also working on the personal styling part of the business. I do a lot of personal styling. People will come in and say, hey, I just really need help and I need clothing for this event. What what, what is that? Is that like a a, a body shape or something like that saying, hey, what style looks best on me? Or or just people that, like I said, I, I didn't, I didn't really believe they existed but like a lot of women that just really don't like to shop or don't know what to wear or don't just don't know a lot of women now are saying I'm going back to work and I have to be in the office again and I just need help so so I will style people uh, even if it's clothing that I don't carry I will help them find what they need I will procure those clothes and do a fitting and make sure that they walk away with so this is not a place for Steve Jobs and his black turtlenecks right Oh, I'd I'd do that all day long. That's easy. <laughs> what, what color black turtleneck should I wear today? Just a rack of black turtlenecks, sure. But the personal styling is fun because it's very much like my job as a customer. You know, where we get a script, a character, talk to the actress, figure out who she is, her sizes, shop, have big fitting. It's fun. It's really actually fun for me. So I'm trying to find not only the time to work that into the model of my business because now like everybody we're having a bit of a staffing problem 
Um, I have a wonderful store manager, Dina, who's a friend of mine from LA. I've known her for 30 years. And she's my store manager and she's lovely and she's bubbly and she is desperately trying to hire people to cover the gaps in the store, especially as we go into the holidays. So the personal styling, I'm trying to find the time to, to work it. that in and do it. But there's a huge there's a huge market for it. I get so many requests for people that reach out on the website or reach Great. out by email that they want personal styling and I'm happy to do it. I love doing it. And that's basically just a fee-based process and then you come in and have a fitting and walk away hopefully with a bunch of clothes with you a, love. With a, with a dream piece that you've... Yeah, yeah. Are you a seamstress? I am, but I don't have any time for it. I actually okay. I, I actually went to school uh, for four years and studied fashion design and costume design. So my okay. background is actually the, you know, fashion do, do design you make industry. bitching costumes for your kids for Halloween? <laughs> I used to. <laughs> I used to. I have a closet full of really small, amazing costumes, but I just don't have time anymore. I just really don't have the time. But I would love to have the, the time. The little guys grow up. <laughs> I know, I know. I have these. I, As a matter of fact, I just lent a whole bag of costumes to our neighbor across the street. And it, I'm like, these are actually really cute. I spent a lot of time on these, like velvet capes and these great dresses and this beautiful, like, Alice in Wonderland costume. But now my kids want to wear, like, something I don't know, covered in blood or, you know, something crazy. I would crazy. say Power Rangers, but that would yeah. be, that's a little bit old. And <laughs> My younger child w wanted to go to school today dressed as, as her band leader. So it was khakis and a plaid shirt, which I thought was really funny. Um, but yeah, I would love to, I actually love to find an incredible seamstress because I want to design some clothing right now. We, I try to do a big event every February for Heart Month, and I, I like to put together a fundraiser for the American Heart Association. And so I am trying to design a small collection of dresses for that event for a runway little fashion show. So I'm looking right now for somebody that can actually do the building for me. So What's tugging your heartstrings on Heart Month? Uh, because, because I lost my husband two years ago oh. to a heart attack, so just right before the pandemic. So wow. it's an important, it's really important, um, you know, organization for me. And I really like to use that time to remember my husband and it helps, I think, my kids kind of heal a little bit to give something back, so. That's fantastic. It's a great tribute to a legacy, that's for sure. Thank you. Well, it's something, it's something I can do that, that helps me feel a little more powerful and uh, like I'm turning it around into something good for someone else, so. Well, good. What are your hours? Right now our hours are 10 to eight, Monday through Saturday, and then 11 to six on Sundays. You know, I'll give you kudos for that eight o'clock. There are so many stores, and I'll throw Main Street in Annapolis under the bus on this one, that do the nine to five business. Yeah. And I'm like, today's family is, so diverse. I mean, we've got divorce, we've got, you know, single sure. parent families, we've got the whole nine yards, but dual, a lot of them are dual income families that they're not done working until five or sure, six at night. Sure. Then there's the honeydew lists. You know, we've got to make dinner, we've got to cut the grass, we've got to do the laundry, whatever it may be. Yeah. And by the time we get ready to shop, everything's closed on some, on Main Street. Right, and right. That's the beauty of this. I mean, I can come home, I can cut my grass, I can eat dinner, and if I need something, I can run up here. Yeah, and, like and if you, you for the last if hour you that you're need open. like a fantastic, you know, St. John dress or something, you could just right. pop on down here at seven o'clock. But don't come in at five of eight because that's when you 
tick off all the retail workers when somebody walks <laughs> in at five of them. Well, actually, we're always happy to accommodate everybody. We like to, you know, keep those hours, but um, we definitely are looking toward the holiday season when it's going to be much busier. And so I'm not sure what the Annapolis Town Center does, but I feel like eight, they might the hours might go beyond eight during that time. But right now we're open until eight. And sometimes, you know, sometimes if it's a little slow, we'll close a little bit early, 730. But our hours are eight and we find that most of the stores here are open until eight. That's great. Yeah. Well, I know the town center usually does go overboard for the holidays. They've yes. got, I know Santa's workshop and that's one of the few places that you can have your photo taken or your, not your, but your pet's photo taken yes. With, yes. Uh, with Santa Claus in the workshop. And they figured out a way to do it um, in a COVID friendly way last year, which was really um, pretty neat. They had uh, remote visits and everything else. And it does draw an awful lot of people here as well. I will um, let you go. I just saw somebody just rang the bell to come into the door so that means you are now open for business at stardust deluxe here we are we at are the town center and this what is the i mean not that anybody really knows address what is the address here so it is 1915 annapolis town center boulevard uh and we are suite 120 and we are directly across from the baltimore coffee right. and next door to rua yoga which is a fantastic yoga studio right there everyone should check that out Dai is the owner and she does amazing yoga classes over there not just your standard I've seen yoga. That. i don't bend that way <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, well you have to go more that's the key you have to keep going keep going i did physical therapy a couple times and i didn't bend that way either i didn't like it either so all right <laughs> we'll all right fair enough that. but stacy france thank you very much and congratulations thank you on the opening of stardust deluxe here at the annapolis town center one month strong we're looking for two three four five nine months and uh Nine year. years. We're nine, looking nine. for nine years, right? We want to keep going. Absolutely. We love it. Oh, I, I wanted to ask you, yes. you know, is there any plans? I mean, I know obviously this is still very new for you, but is there any plans for expansions? Do you have any future? I know you talked about wanting to get a seamstress and, and different things like sure. that. So, so we are definitely wanting to stay here. We love this location. I know right now it's a little confusing because we have some construction happening outside, but we're open and then we want to expand. I really would like to launch into some menswear. We've had a lot of requests for men and my background when I first started in the garment industry, I worked for a menswear company in the garment industry in LA and I love menswear. And so I'd love to launch a menswear store. Fantastic. Stardust Deluxe with an E on the end of it.com is their online presence. But the best way to see what everything is here, I mean, you got some gorgeous shoes you've got that that I never would be able to walk into because I'm looking at those real thin heels and real tall. But uh, some fantastic dresses and sweaters, casual, fancy, I'll say blingish, which I don't know if that's a word, but uh, really it is sort now of, sort of the whole, you know, range of everything uh, right now, primarily um, that a woman from you said what? 30 to 70? Yes, we're all over the place. I think every I think every woman could come in and find something that they loved. We'll do that. Next time you're at the Annapolis Town Center, Stardust Deluxe, it's directly across from Baltimore Coffee and Tea. Come in, shop here, go over there, get a hot chocolate, which is exactly what I'm going to do. But Stacy, thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you 
all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.